0: Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today for today's episode of Talk Tuesday. I'm excited for our guest today, Arian Simone. She is in the room, and so we will get started. Um, if this is your first time um, watching, I'm going to inter- talk about her career path, her idea of success. And the tips and motivators that she used along the way so um she is getting in the room now and we will get started oh
1: i love you you have on our legacy or loose shirt and it's april 21st oh my gosh
0: hey erin how feel, are man. you
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can put it on if you want we can restart we can restart no one even noticed that to happen i got on
1: detroit versus everybody
0: it's okay. You're up in Detroit today with the book release and all that. We
1: got so much oh to talk about. Gosh. I'm so excited. I'm like, OMG, I should have had on my own shirt, but thank you for representing. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Let me
0: make sure it's in the shot.
1: There we go. Oh, see, and you have even you've been got something propped up, honey. I'm holding my camera. <laughs> but I do, this every, I
0: do this every week. so I, Yeah, I you're it. prepared.
1: <laughs> I, I need to get me a stand. Uh,
0: Amazon, real, real cheap.
1: Yeah. I know you look
0: great. Things. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So um, people are piling in. So thank you for you all for joining us. Um, we will get started because I know you have a busy schedule. So if you could, Miss Arian, please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do currently for work.
1: What I do currently for work. Okay, I'm Arian Simone. I am an author. I am an entrepreneur. I'm an investor and... Yeah. I have a whole lot of titles, but that's like kinda it in a nutshell. I run a multimillion dollar um venture capital fund investing in women of color businesses at a pre seed seed and series A level. I run a brand um called Fearless as well as in addition to Fearless Fund. Wait, Siobhan said and author. I started with author, Siobhan. I said <laughs> with author. Yes. So I um run a brand and we educate people in the area of having to remove fear from their life personally and professionally so that's it pretty much in a nutshell
0: i love it and tell me um what did you want to be when you were a little girl and why
1: when i was a little girl i wanted to be a businesswoman. so thank god it all (laughs) planned out planned out and the second i tried to detour from it it caused a lot of hell in my life but yeah i I used to draw uh, like malls when I mm-hmm. was a kid. Not that I wanted the store. I wanted the whole mall. I wanted I to own it. the mall. I <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and I've always wanted to own my own business. I've always, since I was actually young, even wanted to be a business investor. I'm like, when I look back now, I'm like, Erin, how did you even know what that was? Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I've always wanted to be a businesswoman. That's what was so crazy, like career wise. Yeah.
0: And so what did you think success was um, at that time when you wanted to be the owner of the
1: mall? I thought at that time, of course, that success was, I would just more so say professional accomplishment. Of course, as everybody matures, <laughs> you learn that success is personal and professional accomplishment mm-hmm. and fulfillment all around. In all areas of your life, um, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of it, you know right, but as a child, yeah, I thought that was success
0: and so you basically stayed the course, right so you wanted to be a businesswoman when you were a young woman and you are um, a businesswoman now that you are still a young woman, but you know yes. um, <laughs> so could you please um, just sort of give us the journey so um what did that oh, look Lord, like hey. for you the abridged I just, version
1: yeah I'm like I you said the what version <laughs> the
0: abridged version because oh, yeah. I know I, I the know the
1: story personally but
0: um there are some people who I am on my network and on my platform that are new Understood. to you so I love
1: to be you to give them a, just a quick I have to give the cliff notes please um born and raised in Detroit Michigan hence my Detroit Tigers <laughs> on from um, Detroit versus everybody. But yeah, I born and raised Detroit, went to FAMU, Florida University for college and fell in love with entrepreneurship as a child. And I sold things growing up. And then when I got to college, I opened up a retail store in the mall and I had the store for a couple of years and I actually gave up on it. I would say after those couple years and I was doing the traditional route go to school, get good grades, get a job. And I said, you know what? I'm, that's what I'm going to do. And I jetted off to Los Angeles, California with a job because um, I thought that was going to give me financial stability. Right. <laughs> so anyhow, I jetted off there with a job. And it was for Nelly's Apple Bottoms. I know you guys remember those apple bottom jeans, boots Ooh, with the fur. Yes, the whole world was looking at me, honey. I was so ready for this adventure. And I was doing product placement. And I was placing the product on celebrities from Tyra Banks to Jessica Simpson. I mind you, I have to find all these people myself
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: down to Oprah Winfrey. And when the president was like, Arian, I'd like to meet with you. And I'm thinking like, of course, you want to meet with me? Sure. I didn't turn this company away. <laughs> of course you want to see me. And she's just like, we have to let you go. And I'm like, well, why you got to let me go? And she's like, well, technically, if it was on performance, you'd be the first to stay. I said, well, what is it on? Like, I've never heard of somebody getting fired doing well. And (laughs) mind you, I didn't have the same probably job experience as others. You know, they let my store be my internships in college during my business program for my five-year MBA, too. So I was just like, what is this based on? She said, well, the company's being sold. You're the last hired, so you're technically the first fired. I was like, oh, that's what this is. So I walked out of there and I said, you know what? I have plenty of work ethic. I will figure it out. And over time, oh, this is so powerful, y'all, because I'm not going to cry. Something just struck me in my soul. I ran out of cash and it was today. It was April 21st, 2004 when Mm. I had to move. That's what I was like, oh, it just struck me. It was April 21st, 2004. I'm going to keep it together on the podcast.
0: I That is amazing.
1: Oh, that was I had a moment right there because I was reciting the date in my head. And I was like, oh, gosh, that's today. So it was April 21st, 2004. And um, I got a notice on my door and it said pay rent or quit. And I realized that I had to quit because I didn't have anywhere else to um, go because I had more cash to give them. So I said, somebody said, you got this, Arian. Thank you. And I'm like, I ain't plan on here having no Oprah moment getting emotional. I'm going to keep it together. <laughs> and I had to pack up my belongings. And my mother and father were in a divorce case at the time. And they didn't have cash to send me. But my mom's best friend, Christine, at the time, put my um, my stuff in storage, my uh-huh. furniture and whatnot in storage. And I took my clothes and everything with me. I'm like, y'all we be getting their bridge version. <laughs> put my clothes in there with me. And then from there, what happened next? I um was living out my car, you guys. And I sold my clothes so I could eat and put gas in the car. I ended up on food stamps, welfare, general relief. I recently posted it on social media. Like if you've been laid off before, I know what that mm-hmm. feels like. Um, so I'm dedicating like this Friday coming up just to help people in the position I was at that time. And helping them map out a plan. So I remember what that was like. And I had made a conscious decision to do what I call dancing in the rain. Mm -hmm. And somebody called me, my girlfriend, Prashel, she worked at Apple Bottoms too. She was like, girl, I heard you living at your car. I was like, girl, I'm fine. She was just like, you can come stay at me just for a little bit. I'm like, well, what's a little bit? She said, well, girl, they fired me too. I I don't know where I'm going. (laughs) I was like, well, okay. So I get there, she's got like two, um, she got, it's people there. Two people are living there. A okay. boyfriend, and her in one room, and then this guy named Reggie, he's cutting hair. He's from Baltimore, in another room. This is even in the hood, okay? So it's like two bedrooms at 800 square feet. So we're in a small vicinity. That's two mm-hmm. bedrooms don't usually go on 800 square feet. Mm-mm. So, yeah, so my living room is like a strip, literally, and I'm just sleeping on the floor. I'm like, should I not have no bed or nothing to bring in. I'm like, should I work it out? So I had food stamps, so my contribution to the house was I could definitely um, cook.
0: Mm-hmm. Was, yes, well, you look-
1: Yes, Yeah, you, can. you know I cook. <laughs> I like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to cook, and I'm going to figure it out. And then what was next? Um, I said, I'm dancing in the rain. And part of my dancing in the rain is I got up one morning and I said, girl, I'm going to the BET Awards. And she was just like, oh, how awesome. Who got you tickets? I was like, girl, nobody. <laughs> and she's like, well, how are you going? I said, oh, I'm sneaking in. I'm walking red carpet like the celebrities. She was like, oh, good luck. Like, this sounds nuts. She was looking at me like I was crazy. I'm like, girl, please, I'm about to rock this thing. <laughs> So one of my girlfriends from back home came in town. We put on our makeup. We got all dressed up. And next thing you know, we um got down there. And when we got down there, they were like turning us away from the doors. And that's only because she was trying to doors. Mm-hmm. I was focused. <laughs> all I was focused on was we walking this red carpet. We getting in. I was focused. She was not at all. At all. She keeps going door to door about to get us thrown out. I'm like, okay, you've got to blow up our spots. Anywho, by the by the carpet, this guy just says all the way, hey, Arian. I'm like, girl, that's our cute. <laughs> Come on, girl. Come running down there. We're having conversation, get beyond the gate, because we're just talking, talking, talking. He was just like, hey, you know, I don't remember who he was, but I'm using context clues. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, great, we were in college together. This works out well. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going with it, going with it, going with it. it. turns out it was Rico Love, but at that time, he's a songwriter, producer, very known, but at the time he was not known. We were young and he was he was Richard Butler still coming from FAMU and he just signed with Usher. He's like, I just signed with Usher. You guys can come in with us. Now he thought we had legitimate tickets. He know I was sneaking into like years later, 2015, when he heard <laughs> the book was out. But yes, so we get there and the next thing you know, Usher just comes up and we start jetting off the car down the carpet because he's late and I didn't okay. realize Usher had to perform, so we didn't stop for like photos and interviews and thank God we didn't because at the end of the day had we stopped for like photos and videos he probably said who are these girls what is right. this <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on but luckily he just jetted off grabbed my hand I'm like whoa the paparazzi's like who's the girl who's in white girl? dress who's the I girl in white it. dress I'm like it's me it's me. <laughs> Yes, honey. We got up in there and they were like, "Oh gosh, we wish we had more seats up here with you." And I was just like, um, <clears throat> "No, it's okay." Or with us rather. They're like, "We have seats with us." They were in the first row. Okay. I pointed at the fifth row. I saw two empty seats and I said, "Oh, they go our seats right there next to the <laughs> unit. And we went over there and we sat down. We sat down, but I tell that story for a reason. Um, that when you're going through something in life, that if there's something that you want, you have to act as if it is already done. I don't Amen. tell it for basically, I'm going to say it a curse word, something in giggles. I don't tell it for whatever in giggles, but I tell it for to hone in on that principle that I was convinced that mo- right. morning I woke up that I was mm-hmm. getting to the awards. Mm-hmm. I never had a doubt in my mind, not once, not once. From the moment we were there, from the moment we got to the carpet, to the moment we walked down the carpet, I was convinced we were getting into this award show and that we were going to have a good time. Right. And that's what manifested before our eyes. We acted as if it was already done. At least I did. She just got the benefit <laughs> from it. I'm telling you, you she it, y'all. I love it. Yes. And that is just so true in life, that you want to go things with a certain level of confidence, a certain level of boldness. And I'm telling you, God will open up the doors on your behalf once he mm-hmm. sees that you are confident in doing your part, I'm telling you, you'll be richly rewarded. Now you' about to have me get on a tangent up in here, but I'm about to slow up because I'm supposed to be being interviewed right now. So <laughs> I fast love it. forward. Take your time. Take your time. No, 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 because this this is like turning into my keynote, which turns into like a whole 45 minute session. I don't have 45 minutes, <laughs> and I know you sent a list of questions. Actually, y'all text me a list of questions. I told her, I said, let me tell you We're something. I said I ain't got time to read this. Girl, I'm in virtual meetings right now. I'm but, just gonna get on there, and I'll be up there, and I can answer your questions then.
0: Yes, but I, I gave him the questions early on, but I just wanted to refresh you because it had it was so long since we had booked. But go on, I love it. Oh, I'm,
1: even even if you gave him, trust me, I can I'll get up and wing it. So let me just get through this because you'd ask for this whole career journey, Javon's talking about I know. So fast forward. <laughs> There's other Dancing in the Rain stories. You do not have time for no Big Booty Contest stories. So I have to continue.
0: We'll hold that off for the next time you come on.
1: Yes, yeah, just hold <laughs> off for the next time you come on. Yes. So Jamie Foxx had a Big Booty Contest. It was a party. I danced in the rain there. I kept my integrity and my dignity. So please do that yes, judge. Did. Yes, and even did. if I hadn't, you don't judge me. Fast forward. Um, I did have one low point where I was just like, is this for real? And I was at a green light, you guys, in my car, and I wasn't moving. Of course, my car is filled with my belongings. Mm-hmm. And my mom calls, and she's just like, well, what are you doing? You can't do this to me across the country. And I said, Mom, I've applied for over 153 jobs. I said, nobody's hired me. I said, I was taught you go to school, get good grades, you get a job. I said, this is not happening for me. Mm -hmm. I said something that's when you know something is truly spiritually off there is a level that where you persevere through something and there's a level when you're just not in alignment Mm -hmm. and I was just Mm -hmm. truly just out of it (laughs) because who applies with two degrees for 153 jobs and does not get hired somebody that sounds crazy Mm -hmm. so I was just ready to like to just call in the towel I was not suicidal I was just exhausted Mm -hmm. I was like why is this happening to me what did I do and I was just crying out to God and I was just praying. And then luckily somebody did call very, very close to that day. Somebody called and said, I need you to do some PR and marketing work. I saw your work at Apple Bottoms. I was like, oh, thank God. Then at first I had a pause like, you couldn't call months ago. <laughs> but <laughs> I was just ask. glad I got a call.
0: Right, absolutely. But then they
1: asked me, y'all, to clean the toilet out, to clean the toilet out, to paint the wall, I, whatever the, whatever the ass right. was, I wanted to work and I wanted to eat something that was not on the dollar menu, okay? Listen. I've been on bread and water That's for seven days. So I was like, I keep telling people, I said, I think I was in a fast, but it was by <laughs> force. So, yes, I um, got this call to do PR and marketing work. And they referred me to somebody who referred me to somebody who referred me to somebody. I looked up, you guys I had like five to seven projects going on, clients. So I got office space to live out of versus going to get an apartment. I was like, no, I need to be able to entertain these clients. And I looked up, I said, like I said, I had a business overnight. I may have gone through those months, not that period of what I went through. Mm-hmm. But when it hit, I'm talking about the floodgates open. I was just like, whoa. Kind I remember suffering. I was sleeping on the office floor and Coach Carter came and saw me sleep on the floor from the movie Coach Carter.
0: So you got tell him where your office was, the oh, location. Oh,
1: 900 Wilshire.
0: But the proximity to the... Oh,
1: gosh. She knows the whole story. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to help them out. (laughs) So this is how I was sleeping in the office. I sleep on the 26th floor. Find out Steve Harvey's show is broadcasting on the 19th floor. L.A. Fitness is like across the bridge on the bottom floor. So that was my routine. You go down, shower to L.A. Fitness. The security would tip me off to what celebrities are in the building. And every morning, I'm like this, networking, making it happen every morning. And I would bring them lunch to thank them, you know, for letting me know who was in the building and so on. So that's how like my days were living in the office space. But while I was living in the office space, coach Carter from the movie, um, coach Carter finds me sleep on the, on the floor one night and he was doing business with Tridest, and they were on the floor too. And he said, you know what? I want to help you. And I was like, why? And he was just like, oh gosh, you're living in here. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, he was just like, well, no woman should live like this. I said, I'm fine. Like I was like, in my mind, which was true to me, I was like, I'm building an empire. And he was mm-hmm. just like, nuts. <laughs> like, you're he here. I was like, and I even told him, he was just like, um, he said, well, what do you need? I told him I was rich. <laughs> I'm not lying. I did. He said, you need help. I said, I don't need help. I said, I'm rich.
0: Claiming <laughs> honey, he was around. claiming it.
1: He looking around that office, and he's like, Any clothes? I think that week I probably had made like I don't know some thousands. I probably had made like five thousand one day, seven thousand next day, probably around twelve thousand. I said, I'm rich, I'm rich. When I told him, he said, Ma'am, that is not rich. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what is he? I mind you, I was 23 at the time. I'm like, right. No, y'all keep saying, Speak like I was speaking resistance, but in my mind, I thought I was rich. <laughs> 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 That's what y'all don't realize. That's what y'all don't realize. <laughs> wrong, I actually made six figures when I was in college with the store. But in my mind, I started seeing that money come through, and I was twenty three. I was like, I said, oh, I'm rich. I'm like, sure. He don't know what's okay. happening over here. I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Ma'am, do you have any clothes?" And y'all, yeah, I had sold most of my clothes and everything. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Do you have any clothes?" I said, "Well, I have this. Um, what did I have left? Because when he saw me, I had on Rip Moschino sweat." Like, okay. you know, this ain't jeans, a sweats, a sweat. So, you know, rips and sweatpants. Right. And an Eastern Michigan t-shirt. But I had, I said, you know, I have this white blouse and these slacks, you know, I'd been wearing a church or whatever. And he was just like, okay, I'm going to take you with me over to Paramount Studios. And he took me over there and we went on a Dr. Phil show. I got on stage imitating Dr. Phil. They're like, give her a show. I said, yes. <laughs> so... What else happened that day? See, that, y'all are supposed to get their bridge version. I'm up here rambling. I'm just Fast you <laughs> forward, in, I meet the producers, executive producers, because I can talk all day. And he wasn't the thing, but he was definitely the thing that led to the thing that truly built a foundation as I was building this PR and marketing company from the ground up. A light switch went off. If they are outsourcing for movies, that means all film studios mm-hmm. outsource um, PR and marketing services for movies. So I called Will Packer and Rob Hardy, who at that time were not big names. They're notables now. But at that time, no. They were like, Arian, your timing is perfect. We're gearing up for our very first big theatrical release, which is Stop the Yard. We'll get you over there for an interview. To fast-forward this story, so I'm, I get the interview. That was interesting, but I have to – I, actually, I got to get through. because it'll take me forever to get through this story. You give us what you want to give us. I'm being a quiet Okay, because I can see her face like we need that nugget. I'm like, oh gosh, no, you've dropped so many nuggets already. Okay, so I end up working Stomp the Yard, the movie becomes number one two weekends in a row. So from there, all the other movie studios are like, well, who's the agency that worked on the film? So Walt Disney's calling, Universal's calling, Warner Brothers are calling, so all the majors are calling. And next thing you know, like I say, it's just like, whoo, through the roof. So I've worked on Will Smith films, Robert De Niro films, um, Kevin Hart films. I mean, it's the list goes on and on and on. The Takers, Ride Along, James Bond, Quantum of Solace. So, and worked with a lot of celebrities as well, too, in the midst of all of that. Music industry, produced some very major events around Grammys, um, Oscars, etc. So, the moral of all of this, it let me know that my fearlessness is definitely an ingredient to my success, which led me to build a platform called Fearless, which I currently own and operate today. And I guess you would say that's that's the cliff note or the abridged version. Somebody said like a flood. Oh, that's Brianna. Yes, amen.
0: <laughs> okay. So, what is your idea of success now?
1: Oh gosh, my idea of success now is fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just fulfillment. You want to be fulfilled in every area of your life.
0: I love it. And what's something that you um, are learning or that you've already learned that you wish you would learn sooner in your career?
1: Um, this answer is a little layered, but I would definitely, usually when people ask me that, it was always patience. You know, I gave up on that first business, not because it wasn't doing well, but because I wasn't patient. You know, there were days you'd have $50,000, days you're looking like, shoot, how do we get to negative two? What the heck just happened in this business? And I just wasn't patient. I was not at a place of maturity to ride the wave, you know? And that's one thing I even talk about, if you don't mind me plugging the book slightly. This was not even. This is what this is for. Well, thank you. Yes. So those of you guys who are on here, I just announced today that my book, The Fearless Money Mindset, um, thank you, is available for pre-orders for those who want autographed copies. Now, mind you, she said cash flow management. I will get into that in a second because that's, oh, Lord.
0: You know that's your um, mentee?
1: Huh? That's Tiara. Oh, it was? Oh, hey Tiara. I probably told her that, yes. <laughs> so... Pretty much um they're for autograph copies. That's why I keep doing like this. It's for autograph copies. Reason why in a minute I can't go up to Barnes and Noble and do an in-store. I just don't have that ability right now because they are closed. Yep. Now that's why we're doing autograph copies, pre-orders. There will be pre-orders after this. Okay. That you know, you go on Amazon, Target, Barnes and Noble, etc. But those will not have a signature from me in it and they will not have your name in it. <laughs> so <laughs> That's what this is currently for. And this is a first come, first serve because when this order is over, it's over um, because the warehouse is not open right now due to COVID 19. So this is not like marketing me trying to push you to buy or nothing. This is because there is no other place to put this stuff. Yep. So either you grab it now or you're going to miss it or you just catch me a year or wherever later when there's a book sign, it's happening. So with the lesson about my younger stuff, I say that the room where I mentioned the book. Can you guys buy the book? Yeah, it's at fearlessbrand.co. But the reason why I brought that up, because in the fearless money mindset, I talk about stewardship as one of the principles for financial success. And that's something I had to learn through life, through through life. Um, And I didn't have the maturity at that time when I was 21 with the store to know that I have like this great ability, which I do with attracting money and and manifesting and bringing my life but the management of it the discipline of it that has come through time and experience is something that i continuously have to work on
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so that's one thing that i could say that um the question about my journey that i wish i had knew before was that yep. the question yes ma'am. patience because <laughs> i wasn't failing i just wasn't mature enough to know that it just had those fluxes now i'm mature enough to know you just got to ride the wave right that's good then the other thing I would say is more so alignment. See, when you're in alignment, you don't have to work as hard. And I'm a hard worker. So there is mm-hmm. a level that work has to be put into it, but you don't have to work as hard when you're in alignment. Things just come. Like, I didn't plan on being on this podcast today, the same day that my book was being announced. This this book was being announced on a whole nother day. We didn't mm-hmm. ask, Siobhan said, not only for women, yeah, ask Siobhan. <laughs> she would tell you that we just pretty much, Lord have mercy, I was like, I guess we're about to wing it and just post. And that's what we did. And that's what I mean about just um, alignment. Like this just happened to fall on the same day that I'm on Ashley's podcast. Uh-huh. So alignment, things will start just, doors start opening, things just start moving in your favor, you know? So... Girl, I'm rambling. What the heck was the question? No, you answered
0: it. That was good. So I want to ask you quickly, because this is your third book. What made you feel like you you wanted to be an author?
1: Girl, I never had a feeling I wanted to be an author. When people would hear my story, and I was speaking since 2005, people would always ask me to speak. So I'd get on stage. I'd speak. I'd deliver a keynote, et cetera. That's when everybody saying you need to write a book. You need to write a book. I didn't write a book because I thought I wanted to write a book the first time. It was because everybody said I needed to write a book. So I put my story in a book. Now, I wrote the second book because people were always interested in my morning routine, mm-hmm. My Fearless Faith in Hustle. Oh, book. I
0: should have grabbed it. I had it.
1: Then, girl, I'm, I'm pitiful.
0: <laughs> you got it.
1: <laughs> but I, I don't want to get out your light because I don't know if you saved this video.
0: I do, but it's okay. We'll, we'll
1: edit it out. This right. No, 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 no. You have to edit nothing. I think I got you. Hold on. Let me see if I can find my own books in the house. <laughs> Jesus, help me. Okay, I see a fearless faith the hustle. Hold on. Let me also see if I see a. Um... Okay. I found a. <laughs> I've, got, I've got. Oh, well, never mind. Sure. <laughs> Let me go back. Let me go back where the light is at. <laughs> Stay in the light. I know I had a My Fabulous and Feelings Journey somewhere. Oh, here it is. So, this is the one that I wrote because people told me to. The other one is My Morning Routine. And this one is so crazy that there it go again with alignment. I didn't write this one knowing that um, we would be so heavy, like, in this, in a, um, in the press talking about money. You know, like, with our fund right. announcement and different things that we have going on, and even our legacy or lose. From, I was going like, to do you want to talk about this a little bit? Oh, Lord, it's, this is just getting all over the place. Let's, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> focused. So that's something about alignment too. So this book is truly and this book has all, it has some of the funny stories you guys have heard, but those are in the first two books. So I'm like, I reference it, but I say go get the other books if you want the full version. But this has other funny stories in it as well too. Like i tell you guys the story about how I had an affair with these Italians in high school. Okay. Well, yeah, honey, it was multiples. <clears throat> Multiple Italians. It's in my uh... stewardship. So this book is called "The Fearless I Millionaire." It's called <laughs> um, "Getting Rid of Your Fears You Have Around Money." The book is based upon this premise: people have more fear in going broke than they do faith in having abundance.
0: Yes, I believe
1: that. And that has to be a complete energy shift if you plan on manifesting money in your life. It has to be a complete, and you have to have more faith than you do fear. Everybody mm-hmm. sees that faith over fear, but it's definitely true for all areas of your life, including your cash, including anything outside of that, too. So, with that being said, that's what the book is written upon, and mm-hmm. it has seven principles in there. And the last principle, like I said, is on stewardship. So, I start telling about this how I got, how I had a hard life lesson, you know, having an affair with these Italians. And I know she's like, what? So when I first heard she she's like, "What is she talking about?" I said, "Yes, honey, the Italians, honey, they had me in high school." She said, "Well, what Italians? Do y'all know who I'm talking about yet?" I, I haven't seen nobody come and say it.
0: I have no idea.
1: You have no idea. Oh, honey, you may have had a love affair with some Italians too. Mm-hmm. Gucci, Fendi, Prada, and all um, <laughs> that And I was in love with the <laughs> girl. Yes i tell them they had a, it was a toxic relationship. <laughs> I was giving more than they were giving me. I was giving to them more than they were giving to me. I'm telling I you I supposed to, to check on the Italians. It was a mess. She said, "Where are these Italians laughing my butt off. Exactly.
0: Girl okay. Yes, it was a okay. mess.
1: <laughs> so let me tell you how I learned that lesson though. You heard that story about how when I was living out my car mm-hmm. and I was selling my clothes so I could eat. The, I sold the Italians. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I had to sell the Italians. Once they were sold, I ain't been in love with them since. I have been in love. Now I do believe in getting nice things. I do believe in um and I will tell this story on social media as I'm promoting the book. I will tell some of these stories. Okay. Um but yeah, I oh shoot, it's eight o'clock. Lord have mercy, look at us. But yes, life taught me stewardship. Mm-hmm. And it was a very hard lesson, but once you get stripped of everything you pretty much had, you know, in your possessions, you, you start learning very quickly, Yes. you know, so I had to learn that through that. Now, don't get me wrong, I still have some of those things, but they've been newly purchased, not like, um, <laughs> I wish I did keep everything from them, but I needed the lesson, right? The lesson was more valuable to me than me holding on to those things because I needed that lesson to know, Arian, you've got to be more disciplined. Yep. She said, they. And Brianna said, they came in <laughs> the girl. They did, honey. Don't tell you. Know? So they, they had to get sold. Because
0: that was a toxic relationship. Man. And this has been so good. I know you have uh, other commitments. No, so I, I don't... got you
1: because I feel like we did two questions, and I didn't talk to half this time. I'm like, oh, my Jesus. <laughs> I feel um, bad. I got you. I do. I'm supposed to be on a Zoom right now eh? but right. it's, it's going to be okay.
0: Can right. I drink the water? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. You can drink whatever you want. Um. Okay. So... Um,
1: That's
0: so, <laughs> fair, fair. um, so tell me some, what are some of the tips and motivators that you used along the way? I know in your daily devotional, I know your faith is very important to you and I know that you draw on your spirituality, but if you can share some other tips and motivators um, that you use to help you just along your path.
1: Oh my gosh, my gratitude journal, my gratitude journal, that is big for me. I have to write down the things that I'm grateful for gratitude is always going to open up a door for more. The more you are grateful, the more opportunities will come your way. And I am, not that I even do it with the intention of trying to even receive, but the state of mind that you're in when you're experiencing gratitude, oh my gosh, it's just like you're in bliss. Mm
0: -hmm. It's
1: like you're on cloud nine. Like you can get excited over the smallest thing. Sometimes I get excited over a can of soup. I'm like, (laughs) yes, I got soup. So it just, it's, it could be the smallest of things. I can just look around my house and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I got chairs. <laughs> like I just get crunk over anything. You know, I could be walking down the street and especially now you hear the birds so loud. It's like, wow, y'all are chirping it's, so beautifully. So, okay so um, that is You're gonna not... say this i want this recording
0: absolutely it's okay i, I got you um <laughs> thank you so much for doing this um so recently you and your friend um keisha knight pulliam got mm-hmm. into or have started your fearless um in fund. fearless fund and if you can share a little bit with us about that mm-hmm. why you guys decided to start it um why you think it's so important and maybe talk a little bit about, about um your campaign that you were running
1: Okay. Um, Starting the Fearless Fund was very important. Like I said, I've always wanted to be a business investor since I had my store. I promised myself at 21, sitting on the floor before the grand opening, one day, Erin, you're going to be the investor that you're looking for. Mm Because I had to raise capital to get that store. And I remember that promise that I made to myself. The reason why it's so needed now As time went on, I didn't know when I made that promise to myself. I didn't know what venture capital was. Venture capital is also a newer industry. Mm -hmm. So I had no clue that that's what I'd be getting into later. I just always knew I wanted to be a business investor. And I've invested in my friends' businesses even prior to having a formalized fund. Okay. So I said, you know what? Let me start researching this industry. And as I started researching it, I started being very disturbed Mm -hmm. and agitated with the statistics to see that women as a whole had only received 2% of venture capital funds. Now we're up to like 2.8% as of last year. We, we have moved the needle a little bit just in a year, but then I saw women of color were far, far behind even that. And I'm like, wait a minute, women of color, we are a good bet. Like mm-hmm. I saw myself build a company from the ground up. I'm yeah. like, you telling me, I'm like, we are a good bet. I'm like, I would put my money on us any day.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: So I was like, I don't believe this. But then I realized that as I researched further that 80% of the investors were white men. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, well, that's what's happening. There there needs to be more, there's a lack of diverse investments because there's a lack of diverse investors. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, we gotta get on the other side of the table here. I was like, we have to be able to show that we're worth being bet on. So honestly, that's what we're in this in this initial phases or early stages of this, I would say, is we're out here to prove the thesis, basically. We're proving the thesis that women of color businesses are worth the investment, that they're profitable, that you can see your return, that we are truly proving the thesis right now, okay. um, that they're that this is worth your money. And then from then on, the fund size, of course, we have to continue to raise. It will increase. You know, we'll have fun. This is fund one. We'll have fund two, fund three, et cetera, because we are a sure bet. I mean, you should see the applications that come through. These—they're bad. These mm-hmm. women are bad. I'm like, dang. So that's the reason why. This is it in a nutshell, because I say I can talk forever. And that's the reason why. And you wanted me to speak about what the legacy or lose your campaign. Ca-
0: your campaign.
1: That's like the reason. How should I put it? Like how things have like a domino effect because of the fund we just started seeing so much of the lack of education. Um, financial literacy and education in our community and it became somewhat just honestly sad Mm -hmm. and I was like okay well I'm one I can't sit on the problem side of things because if you're not a part of the solution then you're part of the problem and I said you know what we have to get on a mission to start educating our community more letting them know what opportunities are out there there is a disturbing fact that does exist in the venture capital industry we are SEC regulated which means that we can only have accredited investors invest in our fund.
0: Mm-hmm. And an
1: accredited investor is somebody who makes $200,000 or more a year, $300,000 household, or has a million liquid in the bank. And the thing about that is there's a large part of our community that may not fit that, those statistics right. and that criteria. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, whoa. But educating our community to know that, oh, you can meet up with somebody else who may meet the statistics right. and or the criteria. I keep saying statistics, but the criteria. And you guys can form a syndicate. And then you take your 5,000 here, your 10,000 here. And next thing you know, you guys can go ahead and do this. But there's just so much as far as financial management, investments, and entrepreneurship that just our community needs just more education on. Mm-hmm. And our, we just wanted to basically start an initiative. It's myself and Dr. Nicole Garner-Scott. And we're like, Hey, we're going to go on a mission to educate our community more. So we have a free course. It's on our LegacyOrLose.com website. And you will see us at events when events happen again. When the world (laughs) opens back up. Yeah, it's when the doors open back up. But yeah, everything that we do definitely is done with purpose. Everything we do is for the betterment of others. And we just continue to grow in that vein.
0: That's beautiful. So um, thank you. I am wrapping up to the last question, but I wanted to say thank you so much for doing this.
1: Um, I was
0: introduced to you the first time at um, the Women Evolved conference um, and fell in love with your story. And then when you posted that you were having the retreat, I was so happy that I was able to go. Um, And I I asked
1: you, but it's an Aspen.
0: That's right. Um, So I met you with some beautiful women, and um, I'm happy that we've been able to cultivate a friendship because you told me you was my friend. So we're friends. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And so I want to thank you again for doing this. And as I'm wrapping up, I am Ashley, the amateur expert, and claim to know a little bit about a lot. So if you could please share with me a random tidbit of information.
1: Oh, gosh. A random tidbit of information? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It could be a fun fact, a Snapple fact, something that would go like on the answer, like a 200 word question on Jeopardy. Just something
1: completely random. Completely random? Mm -hmm.
0: Like a fact, a a tidbit. Not about About you per se. About who? About like, did you know, for instance, that your foot is this length? Random. Why do I know that? I don't know, but I do. So something that I can say that you (laughs) (laughs) or okay, or it could be. Um. Oh yes. Someone put the Dead Sea.
1: Oh That's- gosh. Okay. See, <laughs> yes. Arian Olivia. I don't know you, Arian Olivia, but I saw you post the other day. But I'm gonna thank you right now for having my back. Beautiful. That's
0: right. I forgot about that. Story. So
1: I went to Dubai. Um, it was actually K camp had to perform there. It was one of my clients, and his mother was like, "The guys are going to the UAE. They need supervision." <laughs> <laughs> She was like, could you please go because I need to make sure they're not smoking weed. They can't be out there sleeping with the, with the locals because mm-hmm. premarital sex is a sin in a lot of faiths, but it is illegal. Right. The, the law, the religion is the law. There's no separation of church and state over there. So you can get locked up for having sex before marriage there. You can get locked up and beheaded for smoking weed. So I was just, she was just like, you need to watch them. Make sure they come back. So they don't get into anything. Right. So I go and while I'm there, I'm just enjoying the spa. I'm at, we are like the JW Marriott. I'm talking about my room. Y'all look like a penthouse suite. I was like, oh yeah, we living a life. So I go down and enjoy the spa. And there's this immersion called the Dead Sea Immersion that I wanted to try out. So anywho, I get in the water. And I'm in this water, y'all, and I keep trying to sit down and I'm trying to sit down and I keep trying to sit down. And then this, this, um, spa attendant, she gets this snapping at me and clapping. I'm like, oh, she didn't lost her mind dressing me like this. And she's like, stop it. I said, ma'am, I'm just trying to sit in the water. (laughs) She's like, you can't. Have you, have you never been to the Jordan? I was like, are you talking about the Jordan River? I said, ma'am, I'm from the east side of Detroit. What are you talking about right now? Like, people just go to the Jordan. Like, you been to the Jordan? She said, the water's from the Jordan River. I'm like, okay, what does that have to do with right now? And she's like, no. She said, you couldn't drown if you tried. And I said, well, what do you mean? She said, you have to float. I said, well, why is it? She said, the concentration in the water is so thick, the salt concentration is so thick. She said, if you push down, you get pushed right back up. She said, you couldn't drown if you tried." So I had a whole moment of revelation. I said, you mean to tell me, I don't know what faith this woman was, but I was like, you mean to tell me that the body of water that my Jesus was baptized in, that you couldn't even drown if you tried? She said, yeah. She said, all you are gonna do is just float. You just mm-hmm. get pushed to the top. So it just taught me that, honey, if you just lay in God, you are gonna succeed. That's it. So really the random fact i guess you could say is that i did not know that one the jordan river has this level of concentration salt concentration in the water that you couldn't drown if you tried because it flows into the dead sea mm-hmm. now if you go and google pictures of the dead sea you will see people just just floating mm-hmm. like you'll see them yes. reading a book on the water and you're wondering like you th- i thought they were maps mind you and I oh, okay. it only because i've experienced this now I know that you all were just laying right there. Right. And yeah, it it just that gave me life. I said, Oh, I had a whole moment. <laughs> I said, I got me a whole message and a word and a sermon and a snack up in this um <laughs> in the spa. In room. the spa.
0: Yes. That was perfect. Thank you, uh Arian, for for for, for reminding Luke, Arian. For sure, right. For reminding Arian to share that story. Um yes. and thank you. Thank you, thank you. This was perfect.
1: She said, "A cup. Give me a cup. Just give me a cup." Oh, they're talking about they want the water. They are having a whole wow, conversation so- in
0: here. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't. They having a whole conversation. Um, you have something coming up on Monday or on two Mondays. The I do the retreat or the virtual money's my creative. You are a speaker. Some- oh, I'm
1: speaking at um. <laughs> thank you. I'm speaking at Creighton Cultivates. Money Move Summit um, on May second. On that's, May second. That's
0: what you're doing. you do.
1: You see coming up now. July third is the actual release date of the book, and we're having a virtual book release party. So get ready, get ready, get ready. It's about to be lit
0: perfection everyone go follow arian follow the fearless brand follow the all of the fearless things and uh thank you again for doing this i will send you a copy of this it's going to be on all of the platforms soon so thank you this was perfect thank you for everyone who watched who tuned in and we'll see you next week oh thank you thank you for having me absolutely take care